Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to French, no, not French radio, Saints Radio. I've been talking with my French, my beloved French brothers and sisters um, this morning on Message of the Week, and I guess I just have the French speaking people on my heart and on my mind, so I am addressing you as French radio. But welcome to Saints Radio. It is so good to be here on this beautiful first Tuesday of March. No, February. Boy, I'm just batting a thousand here. Um, who am I? Where am I? <laughs> anyway, um, it's good to be here with you today. Uh, I am actually flying solo on this broadcast. As you all know, Pastor Ron is in Brazil today. He's been there since um, late last week, has had a very, very productive and fruitful time of ministry and um, just lots of things happening. Um, we've had the privilege of being able to live stream a couple of the messages where he's been ministering and um, a lot of power. The presence of the Lord is there. The fire is there. It's so exciting to see what God's doing there in that country and in South America. And so we bless them. We bless our pastors there. Um, we bless what God's doing throughout that land, all the saints there. And we just speak the presence of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, the fire of the Lord, um, every measure of God's provision and his grace. And I just speak into that land and into the saints there that his grace would abound, that they would know him in the most profound ways, that he would visit them and show himself to them, that they would have just an amazing capacity to receive and understand revelation, that they would step into um, his grace and in their intercession, and that they would have a heart, a heart for him and for his purpose for his divine purpose um, to pray and that the spirit of intercession would hit them, that they would be just truly moving in the spirit of intercession and supplication and God's grace. Um, because we all know that that truly is um, the foundational function that we have as saints is our intercession. And um, we're so thankful for God's grace in that. We're so thankful for the grace gift, the grace that he's given us to pray in diverse tongues, to pray spiritual languages, just grace that just abounds and that we're able to pray in languages of the, the angelic and um, just really, really move in the spirit with what God's doing from heaven, in heaven, and throughout this earth. And so we release that into our Brazilian brothers and sisters, that they truly would have this deep, deep passion for prayer, for intimacy with God, for commune with God, um, relationship with God, and 
you know, they are such a passionate people and they are such a people of love. They love so well and they love the Lord. And um, as do all of you, all of us. And so we just want to say what a blessing it is to be received there and for the message to be received there. And we just speak forth the seed of God's word would be planted deep into the hearts of the people that would be planted deep into creation as um, our apostle has been there sowing into um, the saints and into the pastors and into the churches and that whatever measures of um, planning, decision-making, negotiations, contracts, um, anything that needs to be established while he's there on this last day, Lord, we just speak it into existence. We, we speak the establishment from your throne, the stamp from your throne of everything that needs to be decided upon, that it would be decided upon based on the wisdom of God from his throne, and that we go forward in that. And so we're just really thankful for what God's doing there and throughout the nations of the earth. Like I said, I spent this morning with Luke and Sylvie um, speaking to the French-speaking saints. Um, we're so thankful for them and for their intercession, for their hearts, for the Lord and for his mission and for the way that they have just just really um, stood and um, held the line there and um, really welcomed the presence of the Lord in this hour. And um, we look forward to our time there this year as well. We have lots of things in the making, lots of um, planning and seminars and gatherings and things of that nature. And um, we just look forward to that. We look forward to this year and I'm just so thankful for what God's doing and for just his presence. You know, I was thinking earlier, actually a day or two ago, about this time last year when we were preparing for the seminar to 2023. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's 2024. Um, it seems like yesterday that we just like turned the page from 1999 to 2000. <laughs> and now we're already in 2024. Isn't that amazing? Um, anyway, I was thinking about just um, a year ago how we were preparing for the, the March seminar and the Lord said, I want it to be entitled my presence. And just what that did to my heart, I just, I thought, oh my gosh, that is so profound. Even though we've been welcoming and hosting the presence of the Lord for many, many years, you know, when God says something like that, it means something new, something deeper, something more profound. And the way that he just met with us during that time and from that time on has been so profound. And and just coming off the heels of just some crazy few years where the enemy tried to separate us and the enemy locked us down um, from the pandemic and we were all basically sent home. The church was closed and yet the Lord moved in that time so powerfully through his people and that he said, I want you 
each one of us to establish a dwelling place of intercession and praise there in your home and establish the prayer closet there and find me there where you are. And in that, as we all were faithful to do that, he did that. He was faithful. He established Manuka dwelling places throughout the world through each one of you as you committed yourself to continue on in the call and to continue on in the mission, to commit to continue on in the commission as intercessors and saints to partner with the Lord on behalf of what he's doing throughout the earth. And you prayed and you you welcomed him and you 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 did that very thing. You established tabernacles of prayer and of praise throughout the earth in your homes and those things are sustaining. Um, I mean, his presence yesterday during Sunday school, we talked about the Manuka and about how that is the permanent dwelling place that he chooses to dwell. And he not only does that in the structure of the church, the temple in this sanctuary and in the churches throughout the saints, but he also does it in you and me. And so we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are temples of God and we have the beautiful privilege of hosting his presence, his breath in, excuse me, I'm going to turn off my phone, in, um, in our temple and in, in hosting his presence. So anyway, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that was a year ago. And then this year, the Lord has spoken and said, I want this seminar to be entitled The Rest of God. And we understand that that is his yes his rest but it's his breath it's his presence it is um his ruach his new walk and his mana walk and his shalom his his shabbat his sabbat his sabbath his um anapausis and and um, all the words for rest in the in the old and new testament um he's really beginning to just bring just deeper revelation of what those things mean how they overlay and um, it's just so powerful that we're stepping into this season, this year of God's rest, because that means that he is establishing his breath. He is establishing his presence in us and in the tabernacle, in the temple, in the places that he chooses to dwell and as we go forth, as he sends us forth into the nations, which he is doing and has been doing, and we have been doing this, um, we take that Nuach blessing, that Nuach first fruits anointing, and we go forth with that, and we impart that, and we establish these Manuka dwelling places throughout the earth. You know, it's, it's, I was talking to Luke and Sylvie, it's one thing to go and build a church. It's one thing to go and, you know, as the apostolic ministry generally is, is to go start churches throughout the earth and with people. But what God is looking for is a dwelling place, is a place where his presence, his breath is a resting place for him. And um, that's what he's doing. And as we um, go forth into this year, it's going to be, it's going to be very profound and very powerful. So I'm really excited about that. And um, I'm excited to be with you today. Um, thank you all. For those of you that are joining today, um, I would love to hear from you. 
just so that I know who's with me. Um, I've already heard from Annette and from Haley, and um, I know that there's there's others that faithfully join us from week to week, and I just want you to know how thankful and how much we appreciate you because um, you all are what makes this possible. The Lord, of course, because he's here, and he He ordained this ministry, this Saints Radio ministry, and um, literally from, oh, Vicki, there's Vicki, Vicki Sparrow's with us. From week to week, hi, Vicki, um, excuse me while I greet all my beloved ones. Um, from week to week, uh, we come up here, we have prayer beforehand, and we come up here completely unrehearsed. Um, we may have a very quick discussion about perhaps what the Lord showed in prayer or what we're sensing, but for the most part, we just move move over and let the Lord speak and let him really navigate our dialogue and navigate our conversation and um, whether it's about what's happening in the world or whether it's about what the Lord has been speaking over the last number of days or a fresh revelation or whether we prophesy whatever it might be um, we do it under the Lord and we do it in service to him as servants and we're very thankful for those of you that join with us. I actually had intended to have some guests with me today, but I need some grace here because this equipment up here is a little daunting. And I must say that Pastor is generally the one who navigates the equipment from week to week. And so when he says he's going out of town, my heart starts beating, not because of the broadcast. I love to do the broadcast. It's a privilege. I love it. But there's a lot of buttons, there's a lot of keys, there's a lot of colors, there's a lot of graphics, there's a lot of um, all kinds of stuff going on on this very, very um, sophisticated equipment, which we thank the Lord for. And it's very daunting. And so I was trying to um, have uh, our saints in Florida tap in with us today so they could join and couldn't get it to work. So I'm very sorry about that, but I want to thank you, Annette, for being willing. And um, next time, next time, we're going to ever learning, right? Ever learning. And those things that are daunting to us, for me, it's technology. Um, for, for others, that's simple, but for me, it's daunting. So I'm very thankful for the help that I got this morning when I was connecting with Luke and Sylvie, and thankfully that went flawless, but I don't know why it's not working now. So here we are. It's just you and me and the Lord and his angels in here, and I'm very thankful for that. So um, what are we going to talk about today? There's a couple things that are on my heart that I want to share. Um, but first of all, I just want to remind you that we just entered into the month of February, and as you all know, February is the month of the evangelist, and we just had first Saturday this last, this last weekend, and I want to encourage you to submit your insights from that. Um, please be faithful to do that. Um, I love reading the insights. I'm, I, I love reading the insights for so many reasons. One is I give God thanks and glory for the way that he he meets with you all and the way that he has taught you to to probe and to um, 
really press in to hear him, to see what's happening in the spirit realm, to see him, to really grasp understanding of that, and then to express it in the way that each one of you does. It is so beautiful and so powerful. And every, every word that I read, I just, I give the Lord glory because I just know that it's by his spirit that we're able to move in these prophetic gifts of interpretation and insight. And I want to thank you, each one of you, for being willing to to really probe that because I know that it's a discipline. And I know that, um, you know, sometimes I'll speak for myself, but perhaps I'm speaking for all of us. Sometimes we go in to pray and we're faithful. We pray in the spirit and we press in and it's difficult. You know, sometimes you may not see anything. Sometimes you may not even hear anything, but you're still faithful to pray, to continue to pray in faith and to pray in the spirit because you know, we know that the power in this kind of ministry is in the intercession. Yes, the insights are important. And yes, we want the insights because we need to know what God is speaking to his church. But the intercession is really where the action happens. It's where the transactions are made. It's where we are truly like um, moving mountains and moving things in the kingdom. And so um, thank you for being faithful to that. But And then other times you go in and it's just like the floodgates open and you're seeing and hearing and angelic and you can't wait to get to your phone or your computer so you can type up all the things that you saw and um, and share those. And so that's just our walk, and that's just um, the way that it is with the Lord. The Lord wants us to pursue him, and um, we do that because we're desperate for him. We want him. We want to see him. We want to experience him. We want to um, be fully intentional with our pursuit of him and we want to hear. And so, um, but when we don't, it doesn't make him any less real or powerful. And it, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. It's just different moments. Um, really, we experience different things. And so I, I've been reading through the first Saturday words. Um, we focused on this month being the month of evangelist. We are focusing on the grace remedies of the Lord because we believe in this month God is going to really bring remedies of grace where they're needed and where we've been crying out for them. And I know many um, that I'm aware of. Not only that, I have some in my own life that I'm asking the Lord to touch with his grace. We're asking for his dunamis, for that not only in, in the miracles, but in our function, that our function would be empowered by his dunamis power. And we're believing for that. I believe for that because the Lord is moving in and through his people. And we need that dunamis function. We need that dunamis power, um, that virtue um, for healing and for miracles and um, for you know, to, to, to bring things back into alignment and to restore, um, we need that. And we also need the fullness of the mind of Christ. We need the fullness of God's spirit. We need 
the fullness of the fivefold functioning in the church. And so we're asking him for those things this month, and we're believing for them as we um, experience miracles. Um, and I've already, I mean, honestly, since the first of this month, I've already um, heard of more than one miracle, like literally miracles that God has done in his people. And I really want to share, but I, I feel like I would be stealing somebody's testimony. And so just know that they're happening. Like before my very eyes, I'm seeing it and I'm hearing about it. And so um, just know that he's with us and he is faithful. These directives for First Saturday come from the throne. And um, we press into that and we, we glean, okay, Lord, we're coming together as a saints network from all over the world on behalf of the directive that's on your heart, that's on your mind, that you will release from your throne. And we come together and we make intercession and supplication before the Lord on behalf of what's on God's heart. And we press in to that. And that there's so much unity in that. There's so much power in that. And so that's why it's just so important that we, um, we glean and we gather and we scribe and we submit and we process and then those words are put into a five-fold release, um, both here and amongst the French-speaking people. And it's a powerful release that goes forth every single month. And um, I do want to give credit where credit is due. And that is, um, I want to thank Nancy Deshawn and Sylvia Vinashawn for really... Um, Um, what's the word I want to use? They, they're so instrumental in the processing of the first Saturday words. And they have agreed and served in this capacity for many, many years. The Lord has trained them and they, they receive the words. It goes into our Saints Network site. They take them, they, they process them. And then through training um, that the Holy Spirit has given to them, those words are put into a five-fold directive and release, prophetic release. And I just want to thank them publicly for that labor of love because it is a labor. I know it's a labor. I'm with them in it, and um, I pray for them through it, and I know that it takes hours. And so thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Sylvie, for being such amazing servants in this point of ministry. This is one ministry that, um, among many, that the Lord really ordained way back in the beginning when the Lord marked us and um, changed us and called us into a lifestyle of intercession. And we began coming into the sanctuary every Saturday night from 5 to 7, and we had intercession every Saturday night. I mean, every Saturday for 26, almost 27 years, unless I'm out of town or not able physically, which is very rare, um, I'm in this sanctuary praying. And we've shifted that here in Dallas to the morning. After many, many years of praying on Saturday evening, we used to call it our date night with God. And it still is a date, but now it's a, now it's a day date. <laughs> 
And ever feel like you're courting the Lord or being courted by the Lord? I do. And um, it's just it it's and then and then first Saturday was established where the Lord said, "I want all of the saints throughout the network, throughout the world, to come together on Saturday, first Saturday of every month, and I want you to pray, meet at the throne on behalf of an apostolic prophetic directive, and pray." And so many of you, all those that are listening, I know, so many have been faithful to this point of ministry for so many years. And the Lord hasn't changed his mind. He hasn't changed the directives. He hasn't, um, he hasn't changed it. And now, this last weekend, this last Saturday, that ministry was functioning in Brazil for the first time. And Pastor was there. He prayed with um, the saints, the intercessors there at Abapai, um, with Pastor um, Felipe and Valesca and their church, and they gathered insights, they processed them, and they are in the report. And so that is a first fruits offering for Brazil. That is an expansion for the network, and that is very, very exciting to me and to the Lord I know. So we give thanks to the Lord for that. Um, yeah, it's so exciting. The pastor's only been gone for, what, four or five days? Four days? Five days? Friday? Thursday? Wednesday? Thursday? Thursday. He left Thursday night. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He leaves, comes home tonight. He leaves tonight, flies home overnight, gets here in the morning. But I know that those four days have been packed. Um, I don't know if they've had a moment, aside from the few hours of sleep they've been getting, to... Um, <laughs> But that's okay. That's that's what they went for, and we just are so thankful that the Lord, He establishes our agenda, right? He establishes our path, and so He's done that for them. We want to thank Yawali for um, accompanying Pastor as not only a servant, but a leader and um, a minister, an armor bearer. All the things that Yawali, um, all the ways that he ministers and in this network, we are so thankful for him. Translator, um, he's he's uh, he he does so much. And so Yawali, if you listen to this broadcast, we just want to give the Lord thanks for you and for your life and for your faithfulness, and um, we bless you as you travel back to Mexico. Amen. Amen. So a few things that um, have been on my heart that I just wanted to reiterate from a prophetic standpoint, if I might, um, while I've got you, is, um, first of all, there really is a, a reverence, a, a, a holy reverence that I'm sensing for the Lord and for his word, for his presence. And it almost like takes my breath away just talking about it. And I say this to say, um, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. We were talking about the, the, the Manuka presence of the Lord because he says he will rest on those that are poor contrite and that tremble at his word and that 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 that's fear i mean that's trembling that's quaking on the inside um 
at his word and he is his word right he is his word and and so not only that i was i was tuning into um the live stream on saturday evening at at casa zion there in sao paulo and pastor ron got up to preach and he was like trembling and he gave testimony about feeling this fear and recognizing that it was the fear of the Lord. And, and it's, it's a holy reverence. And I, I, I feel it. I sense it here in our sanctuary. I sense it. I sense it everywhere just because his presence is everywhere. But I know that it, it's something that is going to grab you. Because what I want us to recognize is that the presence of the Lord is so profound. And, you know, we talked about a year ago, welcoming his presence. And he, he's, he is love. He is grace. He opens his heart to us. We have the capacity to probe the depths of God's heart and intercession and to navigate, to go into to, to corridors that have never been navigated before. He opens his heart to us and he opens his mind to us. He opens his spirit to us. He fills us with his spirit and his fire he is such a good God, and he is so relational and so intimate. But he is a consuming fire. And so what I, what I really want to say, what's on my heart, is I really want each one of us to ask him for a holy reverence for his presence. And, and I say that to say that I want to walk into my sanctuary, and I want to feel that reverence. I, I, I want to have fear of the Lord that causes me to tremble, to recognize the treasure of his presence and the treasure of his word, the treasure of the revelation that he's given us, the treasure of really just the privilege of walking with, son, you know, as sons in partnership with the most high God. We need to have reverence for his presence. And, and it's not that we don't, we do. But I feel like, it can become common and and it can be something that um yes we want to be comfortable with him we want to because he's love and he's grace and he's mercy and he's all the things you know he's patient he's long-suffering he's all the things that 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 welcome us welcome us into his presence but he's still meant to be re revered and feared and 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 it's really more i want us to have a reverence and a fear of who he is and what this holy mission is that he's given to us and which involves our intercession and the unveiling of his mystery and the the unveiling of the apocalypse, the revelation that he gives to us every single day that guides our path. Do we recognize what we have as his saints, as his sons? It just, I mean, it's just like I think about the priest who, you know, the, the, the spirit of the Lord, his, his train entered the temple. He, he, he came into the temple and the priest couldn't stand because of his presence. Now, I know we have to stand because we have to function. We have to minister. It's, 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 it's a condition of the heart 
it's the heart having reverence for him and 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 the mind in submission to the spirit really acknowledging who he is and what we have what he's given to us and it's just it's 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 amazing and so you know we come into this seminar and what about four or five weeks and I mean I'm believing that some of you are going to come in and not be able to stand not for the whole time but I think that that I think we're going to experience a visitation I don't want to say it's a visitation because his presence is established here his breath his breast is established here but I do know that there's heavenly visitations and I know that there's those moments when you you know maybe you've been slain in the spirit before when somebody prayed for you or just in his presence you went out in the spirit that hadn't happened in a long time and so I'm not prophesying that's going to happen to you I'm just saying the spirit, the presence of the Lord, his breath, his rest is here. It's with you. It's where you are. Um, we need to really walk in the fear of the Lord. And we know that is the beginning of wisdom. So we absolutely need that to be able to um, walk fully in the wisdom that where he is sending us to take that light into the darkness and so I'm excited about that I really am but it's it's definitely something that he's he's laid upon my heart and um, I release that to you today and in the days ahead secondly yesterday during the morning service actually during prayer before Sunday school the Lord spoke to me about um, he just spoke a, he just whispered something into my spirit and I grabbed hold of it personally because um, just to give you a little backstory I recently lost something that was of great value to me very sentimental something that belonged to my grandfather um, it is of value he got it um, in Israel something that was given to me and I normally do not lose things like that I mean I rarely lose anything like that and I don't remember the last time that I actually lost something like that. And the crazy thing about it is it was there one minute and then it was gone. And even less can attest to that because I had carried it downstairs and I laid it by my coffee maker because I was going to take it with me that day. I was actually coming here to do um, to pray and then I was going to take it to um, some place to have it worked on. And... Um, I didn't I forgot and I went on about my day and then it could have been a day or two later I went to go get it and it wasn't there but I hadn't noticed that it wasn't there so I said something to Les I said Les have you seen that that um, that piece of it's a piece of jewelry um, that was my grandfather's have you seen that and he said it was just by your coffee maker it's in the kitchen and I said I can't find it so we both like tore in the kitchen apart I have looked everywhere Every single day I say, Lord, show me a new place to look. <laughs> and I go look and I'm not finding it. But I know, I know it's God's going to reveal where it is and I'm going to find it. And granted, it's a thing. So 
I, I don't ever want to hold on to a thing for any other reason other than it's a family heirloom and it's very special to me from somebody that's very special in my life that's passed on and is now with the Lord. So all that to say, backstory, I came in this yesterday morning before Sunday school and I wasn't even thinking about it because this has been going on for a week. And I went up onto the platform and I was laying under the Jesus banner and the Lord spoke this word to me. He said, I am going to bring back those things that have been lost. I'm going to redeem them. I'm going to return them back to you. And immediately I just started, my, 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 my spirit started processing what he was saying. And I got up, went to Sunday school, did Sunday school, went into um, the pre-service meeting with the worship team. And the Lord brought that back to my remembrance, that word. And I thought, this is not for me. This is for the body. And so I, I just quickly spoke it over the body that if there's anything in your life that you have lost, something that is sentimental, something that is of value to you, whether it's a tangible item or even to the extent of um, a child that has been lost to the world, um, a friend that was special that you know God brought into your life that for whatever reason has been lost, um, a parent, um, it could be an item, it could be something that you treasure, it could be, it could be anything. Um, you know, Jesus gave the parable about the shepherd with the sheep. You know, if one sheep goes missing about the Sabbath, he leaves the rest and he goes and finds the sheep. So he is faithful to find what has been lost. And, and I say this to you unto him, because like I said, this is not about a tangible, valuable item, even though it is. This is about what God is saying and that I am going to find the lost sheep. I am going to bring back what has been stolen, what has been lost. I'm going to redeem it back into your lives, back into the life of this ministry. He is going to redeem those things and, and restore them, bring them back. The prodigal. So I'm just asking you to receive this word. I'm asking you to pray about it and, and ask the Lord to reveal to you if there's anything that he wants you to partner with him in on calling those things forth, calling those things back. Because I know that I know that I know that this was him and his spirit that's giving this promise and I lay claim to it. And so one day soon, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to stand before you and I'm going to give testimony about how the Lord revealed to me. And, and really, I mean, this item that I have lost is just symbolic for this word. Yet at the same time, I know he's going to return it. And I will then pass it down to my children. They will pass it down to their children. And um, it will be really a sign of the faithfulness of the Lord. And so I just release that word to you today. And I just ask you just to grab hold of it and to accept it in the name of Jesus. Those things that have been lost will be found. Amen. Amen. It's very different up here when you're by yourself because you don't really have um, any chat to go with your chit. You know what I mean? There's not like a, a point of um, verbal agreement, even though I know that you all are agreeing with me. And I know that there's angels in here and the Lord's in here. But it, it's really different. 
um, I love this place. I love, I love the house of the Lord so much. And I love every place where you are. I love every church in our network. I love every house of prayer, every saint that hosts his presence. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are temples of God. And I love every single place that represents his presence so much. And I speak the blessing and the favor over each place, each dwelling place, and each one of you individually as you um, receive him and host him. And he is established in and through you. Love that, love that. Okay. One more word. Actually, there's a few things, but we still have about 15 minutes. Um, once again, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Another prophetic word. Um, See, so you just asked me to do the radio broadcast, and it's just going to be prophetic. Um, a couple of days ago, actually, I think it was late last week, I was here praying in the morning, and I, Stacy McGill was here. And she she's here regularly um, in the mornings for intercession, as is um, a few other people, and really appreciate them, um, really appreciate her, and the way the Lord uses her. And she's very much um, a seer in the spirit realm, an intercessor, and is very faithful. And we were walking, actually, I was walking her out, and... I can't remember what the context of our conversation, it was a really brief conversation. And I don't remember what the context was, but I do remember what she said to me. She said, the Lord was speaking to me about the scripture that talks about how the enemy steal, kills, and destroys. And she said, I, after the Lord reminded me of that, I started asking the Lord what the antithesis of that is. Because the, that's what we need to be doing to counter the stealing, killing, and destroying. Now, I have not actually gone into Scripture and looked up these words and studied these words out. So just just bear with me here on this because I'm not even going to do it right now on the, online. Maybe you can do that. Uh, Stacy probably already has. <laughs> I'm just going to share just um, from a, not a surface because the Spirit is here, but... Um, just from our conversation and so we were talking about stealing oh I know what the conversation was she was she was referencing last Tuesday when we were talking about giving and um, how important it is to 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 give when God you know to be obedient when God says for us to give so she said the antithesis of stealing would be giving so how do we counter stealing of the enemy as we give right so I want to encourage you to be sensitive about that and to give. And giving takes many, many forms. I mean, you can give financially. You give, of course, your tithe. You can also give offering as the Lord leads you to do that. And we all should be doing that faithfully in obedience to the Lord because it's scriptural. It's a mandate. But we can give of our time. We can give of our service. We can give um, give things um uh, pray, you know, pray for people is giving, 
right? It's, it's, it's giving of the spirit. It's imparting. It's, it's giving. We can give what God has given to us as he pours into us. Be that overflow that gives back. Whatever it might be for you in the moment or as you walk through your days, be mindful of that because that is truly the counter of the enemy stealing because nothing that belongs to the Lord should the enemy be able to steal. It belongs to the Lord. And once again, we'll go back to the last word. He is redeeming it. He is restoring it. He is bringing it back. Those things that have been stolen or lost. And then the second one was kill. What is the antithesis of killing? Death is life. So how do you counter that? You speak life. You prophesy. You, 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 you live while you're alive. You be a demonstration of God's life prophetically. Um, even if you feel like you're a dead seed right now, deep, deep in the dark ground, you're still alive. That's still life. That, that place is more alive than any other place that seed that is is about to break forth. So I just want to encourage you to to live and to release life back into the realm to to speak life to um to let your tongue, you know, the Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Let your tongue speak life and not death. Let it bless and not curse. And this counters the killing of the enemy. I know that sounds very simplistic, but it's not. And then destroy. How do how do what's the what's the counter of destroying? Well to me, it's restoration. You may have a different definition or a different word or um, expression for that, but we're gonna say restoration. Restoration. What we 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 are saints. We are sanctified. We are holy. We are called to live a holy life. Holiness is restoration. It is partnership with God at his throne on behalf of restoration of all of his creation. We are partners with God in restoration. So how do you counter the enemy destroying? You partner with the Lord in restoring. And and that's what we do as saints. And so these three simple things are just simple things that we can do throughout our, our ordinary daily life that are powerful. Um, and, and truly do um, counter the agenda of the enemy. And so I just want to encourage you in that. Give. Give of yourself. Give. Give. Give what you have. That's, I mean, Jesus talked about that in Scripture. Life. Live. Release life. Pro prophesy. And then restore. And um, so I just, I, I really want to leave you with that as well. And then lastly, I pray that everybody's well. Um, I pray that for anything that you are struggling with, whether it be physically or um financially, emotionally, mentally, um, maybe spiritually, where you are, I want to encourage you that the Lord is with you 
and um, I was I was praying with Luke and Sylvie earlier, and we were just really believing the Lord for His miracles in our lives, and our bodies, and our health. And so I, I really just want to speak wholeness and health over you and over your life, over your family, over your home, and that the Lord would truly just um, touch you in, in those places where you are perhaps in a place of um, supplication before the Lord, you know, in a place of, of need whatever that might look like, I just ask that the spirit of grace and supplication would be on you and that um, he would truly um, encourage you <clears throat> and touch you and heal you and make you whole. Amen? Amen. So lastly, we will talk a little bit about the seminar. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's in just about five or six weeks. That time's going to go pretty quickly. And this is one of the things I was going to talk with um, our Floridians about today during the broadcast. But uh, just something for you to think about. Because I'm here in Dallas. And our congregation is here. And pre-seminar, seminar, and post-seminar are different for me than they are for you if you're not here. They're, they're the same, but they're also different. Because here in this house, we are, we are as a host church, um, as ministers, we are preparing um, probably in a different way. Um, as many of you who come to, yes, you minister, you minister in the presbytery, you minister before the Lord in worship, you minister before the Lord in intercession, you minister to one another continuously throughout the seminar. So you come not just to exhort the pew or to receive, you come to minister, to give, right? But it's different. It's a little different than from the perspective from here um, because we're preparing the way to receive you to then be obedient to what God has given to us to release. And so, it, it, you know, it's different probably. Preparation is a little bit different for me than it is for you, but in many ways the same. So I guess what I'm saying is during these pre-seminar weeks, I want to encourage you to ask the Lord by His Spirit to show you how to prepare for this gathering, how to prepare your heart, how to prepare your spirit and your mind in submission to the spirit of God that's within you, how to prepare um, the atmosphere over the course of these next number of weeks so that you can meet with him in this time of preparation because you know, we all come to meet before the Lord at the seminar. It is a feast, and we all have different roles, but we all come together to meet with the Lord. And in that time of meeting, we receive of him. We, we, we serve him. We minister to him, but we also receive from him empowerment. We receive commissioning. We are aligned together as his army going forth. Um 
So we receive that measure of alignment for the season that, that lies ahead. And we all need to come prepared in a way for the, 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 the Kairos moment that we are going to be stepping into. And so I don't know if you've ever like gone someplace. It could be a spiritual gathering or a seminar. I know you've never done this here, but, um, or even a time of fellowship or some kind of a social thing where you walk in the door and you realize, oh my gosh, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> that pretty much happens to me every time I walk into a social gathering. Um, truth be told, I'm somewhat of an introvert. But um, anyway, uh, anyway, I just, I, I, I envision us all coming together fully prepared in our hearts and in our spirits and our, our, our perspectives, that our perspective would be in perfect alignment with the throne at his right hand with faith and with um, his, his word and the release of his word, that we would be fully prepared in spirit to receive the revelation and the spirit and that our understanding would be in alignment with the mind of Christ so that when we hear and receive, we would understand. And that's just really on my heart. And so this really is up to each one of us individually. It's up to me to do this while I'm here as I prepare for my, you know, what my role is here, but also for you as you prepare to come to the feast of Adonai who is intending to not only receive our, our intercession and receive our praise, receive our service, but to also pour into us empowerment and equipping and everything that we need for what lies ahead for us as a people and our function and our identity in him, which Adonai very much ministers into that we would be aligned perfectly and that we would not let anything of this world any scenarios that we are dealing with and from a you know from a um a carnal nature you know we all are in this world but we're not of it so we are in it so we have to deal with the things in it um, i'm going to be praying for each one of you that nothing interrupts that nothing hinders um, your forward movement right assuring you right into this gathering but we also have to be um, aware and to try to you know put off the cares of this world and to be fully engaged and intentional in our in our placement before the Lord and really in our our um, commune with him and so all of these things that I'm saying really are yielded through our commune, through our prayer with him, through our relationship with him, through that intimacy, through meeting with him and our devotion to him and through our devoted prayer times with him. And he will honor it and he will prepare us and he will equip us to prepare the way for his visitation and his rest as he comes to rest upon us and to really um, empower us for both 
the restoration and for the creation of what he has ahead. So exciting days. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I love this topic. Um, it's so expansive. And I'm just really looking forward to the revelation that God's going to bring to us to enlighten us and to really send us forth together in him. So with that being said, I am out of time and I just want to bless you. Thank you, Annette, for trying to connect. I missed you and um, your input and your spirit. But I know that you're with us, and for all of you who are so faithful to be with us today and every Tuesday <clears throat> and every broadcast and every service, every prayer time, we just want to bless you and love you so much, and I just pray that you have a wonderful day. I just looked down on the screen, and it says it's 59 degrees and sunny, and there's a big orange-yellow sun on the screen. And I just want to tell you that I do love the rain, but I love the sun. And I've been really asking the Lord for some sunshine because day in, day in and day after, day in and day out when the sun doesn't show itself, um, starts to get me a little down. I thought I might have to make a trip to Florida. <laughs> um, anyway, sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. I want to bless you. Love you so much. And until, I guess, Wednesday for Wednesday Night Live, when Pastor will be back, um, may God be with you. Amen. <laughs>